We've been looking for some months at the whole subject of life in the Spirit. What does it mean to be a people who are led by the Spirit, filled with the Spirit, and so many elements of that whole subject. And uh, over these summer weeks, we've been looking at and are looking at the fruits of the Spirit. And I talked to Justine some weeks ago and said, how about it? She said, oh, yes, can I have these two, please? So she'll introduce them and she'll she'll, uh, get us involved um, be warned, you will be getting involved, all right? So uh, when the person who oversees the children's team speaks, they're going to get us involved. So uh, anyway, let's welcome Justine. Good morning, everyone. It's a bit high. Right, it's lovely to see everybody. Hi. <laughs> um, so today, um, yeah, we're going to be talking about the fruits of the Spirit. So just, um, can I just get any ideas of what people think the fruits of the Spirit are? What is that? If you were talking to somebody, does it mean I've got saxumas sprouting out of my arms when I become a Christian? Or what does it mean? Is any, any hands up? Any volunteers? Young or old? <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> yeah, we'll go, go for it, yeah. So, um, yeah, well, I was having a little think because um, if you kind of explain that to my friends, they, I said, oh, I'm talking at church. What are you talking about? Fruits of the Spirit. And they're like, what? What is that? You know, because they don't go to church. They, they don't know what that means. It could be saxophonists. Who knows? <laughs> so, um, so I just had a little look and I thought, well, it's like the characteristics of what being a Christian is. So like what you're saying, love, joy, peace, kindness. Um, and it's reflecting who Jesus is on the earth. And like we were talking earlier about being incense, and I was just thinking about when you walk through an um, orange grove or you go into a greenhouse and you smell your tomato plants, there's a fragrance of the fruit. And it's like um, when we're Christians, the characteristics of God are our fragrance. So we walk around and we spread God's love, and people are like, oh, she's a loving person. They can see Jesus through you. And it's kind of we're fragranced and an incense to those that we see. So I thought that was quite a good explanation. It's kind of what God puts in us, and it kind of sprouts out of us like a fruit, but not literally a satsuma. <laughs> um, so, and, it, and we ask the Holy Spirit to help us get more of this stuff in our hearts. So um, we're just going to do a quick little game just to kind of reveal what fruit we're talking about today. So I'm only doing one because, um, yeah, I was praying and I only got one. So so underneath your chairs, there's like little bits of paper with letters on. So if people could, if you've got a letter or if you're near a letter, if you could grab it off the chair, you might need to give it a bit of a tug because I got a bit zealous with the sellotape. (laughs) And then if you could come out the front and just hold them up and put them in the right order. So they all have numbers on them, just to give us a bit of a clue, because I thought it could be a bit of a task. (laughs) So I think there should be about ten, so if you put them all in the right order. (laughs) Nice and high. Oh, I think Elliot's got number one. Yay, Elliot. Well done. Yay. Oh, other end. So if we start this end and go back that way, yeah. So, yeah, okay. Elliot, you start there. Cool. One's there. Okay, nice and high, Elliot. Well done. Yay, well done, Isaac. 
It's a bit of a long word. <laughs> oh, maybe if you step down off the stage a little bit and just hold your arms up really high so you can see. Yeah. So I'd like the audience <laughs> to shout out what it says. Nice big <laughs> so yeah, we're going to be talking about gentleness today. So thank you, everybody. Round of applause! Yay! Woo. <laughs> yeah. So um, as I said, we want to reflect Jesus in our lives, and so um, how do we know what Jesus was like? So I was reading in the Gospels and just having a little look, um, and we can see how Jesus lives and how that reflect, we should reflect that in our lives. So um, there's um, a couple of verses which reflect um, Jesus' gentleness. So even in the Old Testament, we're told that Jesus will be gentle. So um, Jonathan, can you come and read out my willing volunteer? There's just the verse in Isaiah. There we go. Isaiah 4... 42, verse 1 to 3. Look at my servant, whom I strengthen. He is my chosen one who pleases me. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring justice to the nations. He will not shout or raise his voice in public. He will not crush the weakest reed or put out a flickering candle. He will bring justice to all who have been wronged. So that just talks of how Jesus is a gentle Jesus. And how um, even if people are struggling, he won't just stamp on them if they're weak. He'll be gentle with people. Um, And I just need another volunteer, preferably somebody from the kids' work. Anyone? Elliot, do you want to read for me? Yeah? Yeah. No? I can whisper in your ear to say no. (laughs) Ready? Take. Take my yoke. Yoke. Upon your let let my me teach teach you because because I I am am humble 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 and and gentle gentle at at hot hot and and you you will will find, find rest. West for, for your, your souls. Well done. So I'm just going to read it through in a big voice again. <laughs> well done, Elliot. Thank you. Um, take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart. And you will find rest for your souls. So Jesus is blatantly saying, be gentle at heart. And you will find rest for your souls. And then afterwards, he was known as a gentle person because Paul speaks of Jesus and says, now I, Paul, appeal to you with the gentleness and kindness of Christ. So that gentleness and kindness was obviously evident in Jesus' life and it was spoken of after Jesus had left. So what does gentleness mean? Now, I was thinking sometimes you think, oh, gentleness, that's a real sign of like, a bit drippy, a bit weak, kind of... (laughs) But um, thinking about it, I had a little look in the dictionary, and it's being kind and compassionate and showing love and care for others in the way that you act and speak. And um, 
So that's a really good way of explaining it. And um, also I was thinking about in order to be gentle, it's the control of strength. So if you don't have any strength in the first place, you don't have to control it. So you don't have to be gentle because there's no strength there in the first place. And I read a really good illustration, and it was a guy who was um, playing a game with his little girl. And they used to see how hard she could squeeze his fingers. And she would squeeze and squeeze and squeeze, and he wouldn't feel any pain because she didn't have the strength there. So she didn't have to exercise gentleness. Whereas the father was really strong, and he had a big grip, and he could squeeze his hand, and he could have actually done a lot of damage because he had the strength there. But through gentleness, he controlled his strength. And it's like and it's us knowing that we have the power of God in us, but it's controlling that power in a loving way to show God's love to other people. And this is um, really evident in the Bible. So Jesus is, was the son of God walking on the earth. So he was like the most powerfulest man ever. And um, yeah, he controlled his strength. He could have been really judgy when people sinned. And like he could see, when he saw sinners around, he could say, oh, this and that. And like the Pharisees are like, they deserve to do this. They deserve to be like this. They deserve to be punished. But Jesus spoke to them in gentleness. And he said, go and sin no more. And it's just how we speak to people. In Proverbs um, 15, verses 1 and verses 4, it says, A gentle answer turns away wrath. So by controlling how you speak to people, it can stop a whole load of damage. And kind of it can you know, keep relationships strong rather than destroying things and tearing things down. And that takes a lot of strength because sometimes our hearts are kind of like, but that's not right. I want this, I want that. But it's kind of coming under what God says about it. And God says he will have things in his hands and he will take, he will deal with it. So it's not us taking control and dealing with things. It's just showing God's love in all situations, which sometimes can be a quite a challenge. <laughs> um, Yes, and it's the power of words. And it says in um, verse 4, the tongue that brings healing is a tree of life. So it's all about bringing healing to people and love instead of pulling people down. Um, and, yes, yeah, so he's a powerful and holy God. And um, we need our heart to guard our hearts against things that come in. So sometimes situations can make our hearts hard. And, um, or else we can be prideful and think, oh, I want to be better than somebody else. I need to be like this or I need to be like that. And it's a case of putting us third on the list. So it's God first, then other people, and then putting ourselves after everybody else. And again, that's having a confidence in God that you don't need to prove yourself to others and that you've got that relationship with Jesus, that he knows that you know that in him are all things and you don't need to prove yourself to anybody else. And as I said before, it's easy to be gentle with people we know and we love because you've kind of got that aspect. But it's a little bit more tricky when people aren't doing what we want them to do or behave how we want them to behave. Like if they go out and you say, for example, give them money and they go and blow it all on lottery tickets. And you're like, I gave you that to bless you. And now you just spent it all on lottery tickets. You know, and it's kind of, it's looking at where people are coming from and kind of seeing why they did that and kind of just being compassionate in that and not judging them. And um, 
being gentle in your actions towards that. And you can still speak truth, so it's not, not speaking the truth, but it's being gentle with it. Like Jesus would still speak truth into people's lives, but he would do it in a way that is coated in love. So um, I had a really good illustration. Which I was chatting with my mum, and she was saying that all the fruits of the Spirit, they're like an orange, and that love holds the segments of an orange together with the skin. So love is like the skin of the orange, and then all the segments are all the other pieces. And it kind of, everything you do is coated in love, and then it kind of feeds out the other bits. So, um, yeah, and the key to... Um, Obviously, being gentle is not to have the desire for revenge or to make yourself feel important and above others. And, um, and this is by, you get this by being deeply rooted in God and knowing who your God is. And um, also, there's a little bit of a choice as well. So you need to be intentional. Sometimes it doesn't come naturally. So then we need to just ask the Holy Spirit, like, I'm finding this really hard. Help me just to have your heart in this and help me to... Yeah, just look at what you say about you in the Bible and what does it say about God and Jesus and what he's done for us. And then by looking at that, you reflect that into other people's lives. Um, And knowing that how much he unconditionally loves us gives us the strength to unconditionally love because we know how much we've been forgiven and how gentle God is with us. So then we can replace that into other people's lives. Um. When we get a true revelation of um, how high and how wide and how deep and how long, it says in Ephesians 4, 18 and 19, you know, when you comprehend how amazing God is, then you can't help but have your heart overflowing with God's gifts. And the Holy Spirit's there to help us. God just didn't say, oh, just get on with it. You know, he's given us a helper. And, you know, some situations I've known myself... Um, there's been a lot, or even at work, there's kind of a lot of competition against, about people and, you know, all wanting to be the best and look the best and do the hardest work and stamping on top of each other to get to the top kind of thing. And it's kind of, you just think, no, because God's got my, whatever, my career path, my whatever, and he's got that, so I don't need to be fighting against all the others that are doing a good thing and trying to do this and trying to do that and trying to be the best because the Holy Spirit I say Holy Spirit just give me peace I know you've got this so just help me to be gentle with those people and not seek revenge or seek myself to be better because sometimes you can do things that aren't really godly in that and attitudes come up and it's a constant in your heart it kind of like the Lord stirs things up that are in the bottom and it kind of pulls them out and he says no I want you to deal with that attitude deal with that attitude and it's a choice as to whether we deal with it or just shove it back in the box for another day. But then there's more room for good things if you take the nasty things out. So your heart will just get more full and full if you deal with all the things that God's pulling out instead of shoving them back in. That's a very basic <laughs> explanation. But, um, yeah, and um, yeah, all our actions should be covered in love. And as I said, it's a kind of being a pleasing aroma to God in everything we do and getting deep into him and asking him to reveal things and take things out and put good things in and so it's all about yeah just seeking his face really and just digging into the word so um i think that's all i've got to say (laughs) um but i've got a couple of people who are going to say some prayers for us so isabel you cool yeah 
my partner put, I, I just have to say, Isabel has been amazing over the last couple of weeks with me helping with the kids' work. She's been phenomenal. Smiley face and bouncing around, so big up for Izzy. Yay! <laughs> um, yeah, she's been such a godsend, so really appreciate you. And I just say a little prayer. And I think Isaiah's got one as well. Have you got a prayer as well? Yeah? You can come pray as well. <laughs> Lord Jesus, I just pray that you will help us to be more gentle to the people around us and with ourselves, because we can be really, really hard on ourselves. So help us to be gentle with ourselves as well. Um, I just pray that you help us to be more like you. Amen. Amen. Please, Jesus, may all our actions be coated in love. May we be gentle with the people around us. May we do your work. And may everything we do show you. Amen. Wonderful. So encouraging, isn't it? Such good. Just that whole thing about power, power and gentleness, those two things and how you use power. Um, I hope the Fifield family are okay with this, but I saw an amazing illustration just to leave you with. Hannah, I wonder if we might just sing one song to leave. Um, I saw an amazing illustration this week. Jackie and I um, took a break from... uh, the house full <laughs> for a few minutes. Went for a little walk down Gurnard and uh, just sat on the bench at Gurnard Front. And um, we saw two people get in a double kayak and they had all the buoyancy aids and everything on. Um, and one was much older and a younger person. And uh, I could tell that they hadn't been in a di- double kayak very often. Um, but uh, anyway, they, they were put into this double kayak and uh, off they went. But the wind and the tide, as you know, those of you who are local, took them, I mean, within seconds. I'd never seen like it, really, the speed. They were almost out into the channel within seconds. It, they they um, weren't, weren't, hadn't really got their paddling together. And um, the person at the back was trying to give it a go, but was struggling. And, um, and then uh, another person got into a single kayak um, and really paddled out to them quite rapidly. I mean, they were quite a long way out into the channel um, it, within literally seconds. Um, and this person just got to them and gave them just a gentle nudge, just nudged them around, helped them to get their paddling right, and then proceeded to just nudge them from behind and push them all the way back to shore. Um, and uh, just steered them. There was no shouting, no yelling. It was just gentle, but literally managed to sort of connect with the back of this double kayak with the two people and just push them. And it was such an illustration. Um, that was Sarah Fifield with her dad and her sister. But <laughs> um, she didn't know we were watching. Um, but I was about to jump in the sea, although I'm not quite sure what I could have done because they were going so fast. I, I couldn't decide whether to get my phone out. Or, and then I saw Sarah coming out, paddling like a, quite speedily to um, go and get them and bring them back. But there's just this picture of, of the gentleness of that steering, um, that, that God is there, his eye is on us. And uh, he comes and he just gathers us up, doesn't he? Uh, and just brings us back again to shore. Um, I did, can I invite you to stand? It's just been a good morning, gentle morning, sweet morning this morning. As, uh, God has been with us, meeting with us, speaking to us. Just as we're just going to sing, just as we finish, I just was conscious 
It may be that one or two of you have not experienced gentleness in your past. In fact, quite the reverse. And uh, Abby's powerful picture of that Japanese art of the brokenness and the gold and the silver that brings things back together. And Some of us can feel quite broken at times and quite challenged. Sometimes that can be related to things that we have been exposed to, things that have been done to us or said to us, spoken over us. These wonderful, beautiful fruits have not been displayed to us. Quite the reverse. Where we've longed for peace, there has been disruption and anger and bitterness. Where we needed a gentle voice, there has been quite the opposite. Just want to pray right now. Justine has just beautifully shared that as God comes into our lives, as we allow Him to come into those areas, the broken areas, the empty areas, the dry, dusty areas, He comes and He fills with His presence and His power. And as she wonderfully said, all those other things get pushed out. They get pushed out by that love and that grace. The kindness of our God. The love of our God. The peace of God. The the joy of knowing Him comes into our lives. Just want to invite you, just before we leave and go on into the week, just want to invite you, maybe if you want to quietly just open your hands before Him, but just, just open your heart. Just receive that that gift of God. Maybe you say, I've not had gentleness modeled to me. Lord Jesus, just come. Just come and bring healing if healing is needed. Help us to forgive if we need to forgive. Holy Spirit, we just welcome you fill us again and flood us again gentle word turns away wrath says the Bible turns away anger fill us with that fruit of the spirit again today your presence in our lives that there might be something very distinct and special about us as we interact with colleagues and neighbours and family members we'd be full of you displaying you wrapped again in that love that we've been hearing about thank you Lord Jesus thank you for your love for us thank you for the power and strength that we have in you but it's not a power and strength that destroys and crushes but it comes to build It comes to strengthen. It comes to lift us up. Put our feet on a rock. As Donna was saying last week, it it lifts us out of the ash heap, out of the mud and the mire, and it sets us on a, a steady place. It's your hand. It's your work. Thank you, Lord. Just come and do that. Let's just worship together. Let's just let the Lord touch you, fill you, strengthen you. Give him the things of this week. If there are things you need to get done, people you need to speak to, 
things you've got to process. Ask him to do it in you. Bring it to him. Bring it to him. Bring your weaknesses, bring your questions. Bring them to him. He's the answer. He's the hope. He's the strength. Let me just come to you now, Lord. Thank you.